I was a superintendent, but I was under Kevin. Okay. So again, I didn't feel the weight of decisions. I didn't feel, you know, when I got called into the boardroom, you know, I can answer questions, sure, but it's Kevin's tail on the line, not mine. I, I figured you'd work here and you'd get your name out and you'd go somewhere else, but that somewhere else was always here. That something else was always here. It that was an event. Point? It was a construction project. It was a learning experience. It was a whatever it was, it was here. I've been a member since I went to Atlanta. I was a member. I was a member in Florida. I took my membership to Texas. We encourage it. I uh, I support this association. I think it's a great association. I think it's probably the best association in the country um, as far as like what what the Carolinas does for you know the two states and the local members. There's members. You guys still have members in Florida and Georgia. Are we going to cut that, or is that going to be part of Alan? That's going to be cut. Alan's a tough That's guy. Cut. That's Alan's cut. Alan's telling Ron no, to do no, 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 no. This is great. Protecting the audio. That's all. <laughs> uh, 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 protecting the audio. We yeah, should open yeah. with that. Um, all right, so tell It'll us about... again and click it. <laughs> 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 Tighten up, Alan. <laughs> Tighten up, Alan. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the persons appearing on the program and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of the Carolinas GCSA or the show sponsors. You're listening to Pullin' Weeds, the official podcast of the Carolinas Golf Course Superintendents Association. Brought to you by Simplot Turf and Horticulture, an innovative company that is dedicated to your success by pioneering new technologies to provide solutions for your challenges. Simplot Turf and Horticulture is a partner you can grow with and provides the latest products from all of the leading manufacturers. Simplot Turf and Horticulture, bringing Earth's resources to life. Now, here are your hosts, Alan Knight and Tim Krieger. Hey, and welcome into another fantastic episode of Pulling Weeds. This is episode 10. I don't know. It's the official podcast of the Carolina's Golf Course Superintendents Association, though. And this is the October edition. October 1st. Coming to you live and in person from Wexford Plantation, Hilton Head Island. Hands down, the freshest coat of paint on a maintenance building I've seen to date. This is a good-looking building. I'm glad he told me that they painted it, Alan, because I really thought that they pressure-washed it weekly to make it look this good. Well, we didn't have to go through the gate either. I always get nervous at gates. and the, I said, yeah, I'm meeting Chris Neff. He said, okay. I said, how do I get the maintenance? He goes, you make a U-turn around this building and go right over there. I said, okay. I appreciate you calling. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, that worked out well. I will tell you, though, I'm going to have to hit the boneyard here because there could be a couple – split cedars or some stuff laying around i could use at the hunt club that looks like he doesn't know it's here anymore i hear you load your truck up i might need you to help me lift some of these heavy pieces though anything you need he's got zoysia you got plenty of zoysia do we need to go steal some squares i'm doing okay we're holding tight so i finally um edged Mm -hmm. you know like with one of those edgers not like the line trimmer okay like an edger okay my front sidewalk that you know, to the to the street. Right. And um so it took a little while yesterday. I hear you. Because but- they were two to four inch sod strips that were coming off because it was so thick and well grown. Wow. So needless to say, I had a wheelbarrow them? full of sprigs in the back. I took them straight to the back and watered them out. So, God dang, I got almost a half a pallet here I just shaved off of the side of this thing. Oh man. Uh let's get to business. 
something we like to do is highlight a benefit of the Carolinas being a member of the Carolinas Golf Course Superintendents Association. Wait, that's not to hear about your yard and my yard? No, they could care less. Oh, I got you. Government relations. Government relations. How are we related to the government? Um, Unfortunately, a little over 10 years ago, we were forced with some challenge with some water issues in North Carolina and some drought issues, and we needed um, some legislative support. Uh, the group that we were working with at the time wasn't carrying the torch for golf, we didn't feel, so we had to carry our own torch. So we hired a lobbyist in North Carolina, and then a couple years later we ended up engaging one in South Carolina. So now the Carolinas uh, chapter employs lobbyists full-time in both North and South Carolina, and we work with all the other allied golf groups around um, to try and offset some of that expense. Uh, the CMAA does a really good job every year with that. Um, but it, it's been important. Um, in 2009, we, in North Carolina in particular, we had a service tax that was going to come up, and we banded together, and it was then called the golf tax, um, and we were able to defeat it. But that would have put a 7.5% tax on everything golf-related, not only from your round of golf and your cart and everything you ate there, but also membership and potentially um, dues. So it was a significant swing. So you can only imagine in the last 10 years, if golf had gone up seven and a half percent in North Carolina, what it would have cost the consumer. So, but it's a good tie in. I'm glad you brought it up. Um, because we are at a place where our former governor, Nikki Haley used to host an event at Wexford every year for, um, some of our government leaders here in the state of South Carolina, as long as, as well as some of the corporate sponsors, uh, from the RBC heritage. Think we can get them to lobby for a pool and weeds day? <laughs> I don't care which state. It could be North Carolina or South Carolina. Well, it depends on which one. Um, our boy in South Carolina, you know, Mr. Roundtree, could oh, probably yeah. get just about anything done. I'd say maybe we should just stick with golf day and as one of the resolutions where it reads, as where and South Carolina is the state that hosts pulling weeds. <laughs> so we might be able to get it on the bill. All right. Well, let's get to Chris, man. Let's quit wasting everybody's time. Thank you all for listening. Going to be a good one today. Simplot Turf and Horticulture is one of the leading turf and ornamental distributors in the United States. We share your passion for these markets and to your success. While our roots in this industry started in the western United States, we are dedicated to bringing that same high level of customer service and product quality to you as we have demonstrated out west. Our mission is to provide you, our valued customer, with a level of trust, service, and support that is unequaled in this industry. Simplot Turf and Horticulture, bringing Earth's resources to life. All right, well, we are here today at Wexford Plantation with none other than the illustrious Chris Neff. Chris, thanks for being here today. Good to have you guys here. Um, actually, I guess, thanks for letting us come down here. <laughs> right. I will thank, tell you. Thank you to, for allowing us on the property. There you go. Proper. Yeah, you know, it has changed. We don't have to go through the gate anymore. I guess we can come hang out anytime. You, he went through the gate. I did. I had to do a U-turn. And he called me. He's like, hey, man, you don't have to go through the gate. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. I will tell uh, you, though, the approach to the maintenance facility, Chris, is it's pretty sporty. It is. That's where it starts, obviously. Um, we kind of pride ourselves on what we have in here. So this is kind of where we start everybody off in the morning and we try to make it as presentable, and you're catching it at a good time. Just paint it. 
I was good. I was good. Just yeah. painted, and but with no new awnings in the front. So normally there would be awnings in the front. Wow. Okay, because I was like, yeah. Do you pressure wash it monthly or something? <laughs> it was just within six months. We just we've just started a little shop renovation. So starting here, we started in the offices and then went outside, and then we're about ready to do inside the shop in the winter. So what you told me earlier is this new office for you? This is new office for this for me here. Um, we have about three offices going back and forth. We used to use the office at the far end. Okay. Then we kind of switched up to be close to admin. So I'm I'm in here, administrative assistant next door. And then we have a little break, and then all the assistants and superintendents are down at the far 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 end. So we got good. We have good space from each other. <laughs> You mean they have good space from you. (laughs) Exactly. I will say, though, it's a Monday, and again, we're at a facility with a lot of smiles on a Monday morning. It's pretty cool. That is cool. And without golf clubs. Oh, yeah. Weather change. Okay. And this is the start of our season for for us this week. So everybody starts kind of coming back this week. So you've got – your crew is now actually probably ramping up. Yes. Versus how you've been running for the last little bit. Yep. We kind of went seven days this past week, pine strawed the whole property. Oh, wow. Um, still got a little bit of touch-up in, in certain little spots, but this is really our, our go-to time. Do you all put pine straw under hardwoods? Yes. <laughs> I just always confused. <laughs> <laughs> and we contracted out, too. Oh, gosh. That's great. How much... Um, how many truckloads would you say you went through? We go well this time right now we'll go through eight. You imagine yep. the amount of straw that's on eight tractor yep. trailers, Alan. We'll go through eight. We've we've gone through ten before. So And that's truck, just golf course. That's golf course and a little and and most of the common area, but it's the major part of the common area, harbor center, tennis courts, clubhouse. So what all do you have to do once you get inside the gate? I am everything, I have everything under me except inside the pool and inside the fence at the tennis court. Everything's mine, but I don't, I don't administer like road work, um, mailbox work. So also in here you have building maintenance. So they have a, they have a section that they have to take care of. So it's, it's a big piece of property. Um, obviously you can tell by the harbor is the biggest part of it. Wow. Um, it's bigger than the road acres. entrance. Yeah. Um, you've got so a ton it, of water back there. Yep. I just noticed that, man. Yeah. So you guys, just for those who, who are listening out there in Australia, for instance, or England or our bots in Russia, is that what we like to call them? I don't think so. We don't know who the people are in Russia. We think they're the bots <laughs> for the elections. Um, we're on Hilton Head Island. A little sliver down here where um, folks are most known probably for our tournament that we do, the RBC Heritage. Mm-hmm. Which we're very, very close. Probably yeah. two miles is the fly crows from here. Exactly. And that's where I'm looking at this. I mean, your footprint is essentially, if you leave the gates of Sea Pines and you go straight through the traffic circle. Mm-hmm. You're right there. You're on the left-hand side and you've got the entire footprint between basically that and Long Cove. And Long Cove. Yep. How, how many acres is this? Roughly 500 if you had to total up a bunch of water and all that kind of stuff. So big, really, really big piece of property to have to maintain a lot of moving parts with a lot of infrastructure. Here's where it really gets major with what we do is taking care of roads, um, the harbor. 
there's never a, a fix at the harbor that's probably under a million dollars. Um, we've had to redo the locked door since I've been here. They're, they've redone the boardwalk. So there's nine there's nine pier points, and that's what really what it was built on, as really a true amenity club. Okay. With tennis, boating, golf, and we also have croquet courts. So essentially, down here in the Low Country, you're offering all those amenities, unlike the rest who try and sell the hunting and the horseback riding and golf. You've got the golf internally here, yep. which I'm assuming they had to throw the golf course in to get rid of all the um, effluent water that comes from these beautiful <laughs> exactly. homes. Um, and so, do you have to deal with any of that? Yep. You've got some reclaimed water you mm-hmm. got to spray? So, we, we ever all reclaimed water comes off this property, goes to the pump station, and then gets pushed, gets pushed back down the sea pines, and then it comes back to us. And how what do you? So the fortunate a thing is, week you get rid of? Um, so in a, in a growing season, we because we share water with Harbor Town, Sea Pines, and Shipyard. I'm the end of the line. Okay. I'm the only one with an actual irrigation pond. Ah, the rest of them are direct fed. Mm. So then we call water in, and we probably in growing season we're probably three hundred thousand a night, and that's stretching it. Because everybody obviously has is needing it, so some of this is creating the possibility of a of an irrigation renovation. Gotcha. Because trying to the original design before it was renovated in 2011, it was the original irrigation system and just sent off in little sections and little pods as they expanded things. So the idea would then be to bring everything in to really start conserving water inside that footprint wow man it's pretty amazing eh? so you you all really do have to work together or do you fight for the water um i once again i will tell you i'm last man, last man on the totem pole when it comes to that um we really don't struggle there are times of the year when you can and, and when 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 people are on the island there's plenty of affluent water yes plenty of affluent water yes may when you're in your shoulder season or like maybe right now when nobody's back. Fortunately, I don't need as much right now. But Mayish is when we really start worrying. We've we learn to conserve. Yeah. Okay. And with yeah. a pond, like you say, you can hold a good bit. Exactly. exactly. Does it does it have any um, more filtration? I've we've so we've put in a brand new ear, uh, brand new pump station. Okay. And have put very large filtration points um sure and actually two of them to really try to make sure we screen as much of that debris as possible are you familiar with what we're talking about effluent water allen talking about the water they have to legally get it's waste out. right yes. it's that's why it's all runoff yeah. storm you, water included in that or no no storm water which is why you said some places you'll see sprinklers running in the rain yes some yeah. we we at by no means have to use it but we have no choice because there is not another source. You We're hoping well? we don't have a well. So oh, most wow. most of us on the island, if not all of us, do not have wells. Well, I think people need to understand that. That's the reason that here on Hilton Head Island, these high-end facilities were built, is they wanted to sell this real estate at those high prices. So... You had to have the quality of a golf course, I would assume, exactly. to match those homes. And they had to have somewhere to distribute 
the water that the homes would create. Yes. The wastewater that was created. So that's why there's golf courses here. Huh. That water that I tell you that we send, we have basically a lift station and it just pushes it back down to the south end. We used to have two ponds at one point in time. So we would we would recharge the affluent water on property. Oh wow. And then that would dump into the reclaimed pond. So we would still get reclaimed water. But it would and it would charge into that that reclaimed pond, so the salt content and the bicarb content was out the roof. That was all before. That was just before me, um, in two thousand fourteen. They started that project in two thousand thirteen. So they filled in a pond, and now it's just strictly reclaimed. All right. So we started running. Go ahead. Before we get away, I want to know what those push pins are for on those two maps. Push pins. One side is we also take care of lots, empty lots. So the blue push pins on that side are the empty lots that we maintained. Wow. And then on the left-hand side, or y'all's, y'all's left, that is all common area circles, drives, any little oh. cul-de-sac that we maintain. And each one is either completed with a project or going to be completed. Huh. Yellow is, we're looking at that as a 2020 project. White was completed. Green is 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 done. Huh. There's no putting greens in any of those, are there? No. No. Mm-mm. So you don't have any of that kind of nonsense? No, we don't have any extra things. What's up with all the harbor lots? Are they a little expensive? Harbor lots are very expensive. <laughs> There's a cluster out there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, on the, well, I'll clarify it to you. The light blue is your harbor lots, so you only have a few of them. Oh, okay. The the other those are true lagoons. So we so any water shipyard. So water comes across two seventy eight. Comes through right here where we are at the shop. Goes out twelve, fifteen, sixteen along Long Cove. And then gets pushed out into the broad creek, so it would be pushed out by the up there by the lock. Okay. So hmm. the lock's up there by by, by the, uh, the 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 big arrow, if you want to call it that. Sure. So obviously the lock is one of three um, on the east coast. Yeah. Uh, we have one Windmill Harbor before you come onto the island has okay. one, and then there's one in Jacksonville. So you can protect from hurricanes to a degree? We're a safe harbor, if you want to call it that. So we will get some... Tiger Woods, if he's off coast Not during so hurricanes? Tigers Tigers would, would would be too big. So we can take a 70... Oh, don't quote me on this, but I want to say a 70... I've seen a 74. So rice quarters here. ain't fitting. Huh. You know what I'm talking about? No, I am. Joe, you, yeah, you I don't think Joe, Joe's would not be able Joe's to get fitting. through. All right, so... We started running. It's been crazy since we walked in here. We got so much to talk about. Let's slow down a minute. Let's get back to some facts with you. You said during the interview there was a renovation in eleven. Mm-hmm. You arrived here when? I came here in fourteen. Fourteen. And that was from Timaquana? Yep, I was at Timaquana in Jacksonville. For thirteen years, uh, for you 13 said? Thirteen years. Okay. Why did you leave a 1920 Donald Ross with no homes on it to come here and deal with a lock? Um, a lock. A lock. Good. Yeah. 
I think my wife asks me this question all the time. I think she's finally figured out that she loves living here. I we really had a true desire to live in Low Country. Oh, wonderful! Whether it was Savannah, sure, going up into Charleston, whatever it was. I had interviewed at a few jobs. Okay, here in Hilton Head. Yeah, while I was at Temequana. Um, and I had reached that point, 13 years, a yep. lot of events, um, had a five-year-old and okay. one on the way and wanted to be not so much that we didn't like living there. We just wanted something fresh and new. And this has been one of the best moves I could have ever thought that we, that, that, that we made, not only job-wise. Good for you. But personal-wise. Two boys? Um, two boys. And they're how old again? Ten and five. Um, They're involved, right? I heard you guys talking earlier yep, about some practice. Got both of them in baseball. One of them just starting golf. So that's I've been begging him for five years to do it, and he finally's doing it. The older one. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's so, great. So it's been great. So Mama's now happy. Mm-hmm. So you guys really enjoy the yeah. pace here. Versus Jacksonville, which is a high rise on the coast, if you ask me. Uh, schools obviously was a big thing for us. You know, I'd seen enough. I'd been there long enough, so I was at TPC at Sawgrass. Okay, for five years prior to to Timaquana days, so I had seen people have children and go through struggles at schools, have to use private school to get get around having a good education. So that was important. Both me and her had had. Lived in smaller towns, so that was important to us as well. But no, this has been great for up here. Membership's been great. Um, really, really just awesome place to live. If you're worried about having a sports team around you, that's a problem. Yeah, but that's okay. You got But that's okay. You, 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 you look past that at that point in time. Sure. Um, but I'm still close enough to go Charlotte, Jacksonville, whatever you want. Atlanta, to go. even right. exactly. I mean, if I, if you want to go see something, yeah. You know? If the kids want to go to a race, they want to go to a game. Exactly. Well, we know how you got here. How'd you get to the business period? Ha <laughs> <laughs> Um. So went to University of Florida. I thought so. Yeah, went to University of Florida. Uh, wanted to be a pharmacist because you thought like it was going to be. Pills? <laughs> <laughs> thought it was I had I have a lot of family that are nurses um, really thought that that's what I wanted to do took me about two classes at Florida to realize that organic and biochem probably wasn't for me um, came home that summer and started working at Grand Cypress in Orlando oh, nice. Wow. And uh, started working on the tennis courts. I was helping resurface tennis courts. And so grass? I, no, it was they were Asphalt. true. Yeah, no, it was true surface. Okay, okay. So I just happened to see because um, at Grand Cypress you have the villas. Yep. And then the hotel they have a little par three. Okay. And I was at because the tennis courts were at the at the hotel side, and I saw a mower go by, and I said to the guy, the pro at I said, what do those guys do? He says, oh, they mow grass. Really? And I said, how much longer do I have? And he says, you've got about another month of work, and then you're done. I said, well, I don't think I'm going to go back to school. I think I'm just going to stay in Orlando. So my folks were living in Orlando at the time. And I said, I think I'm going to get a job on the golf course. Applied, got a job, did that for a year. And I originally was not going to go back to Florida. 
I was going to go to Lake City. Well, Lake City didn't realize when I applied, you had to wait another year once you applied because they had so many students. Yeah, that, that was back, back in the when, day. Okay, yes. So I said, well, forget that. I'm going to go back to Florida. Went back to Florida, and that's... University of Florida? Mm-hmm. Got your turf degree there? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I got I actually have an environmental horticulture degree. Wonderful. So the plant sciences were a little bit more favorable to you. Exactly. So what's up with the bulldog helmet then? Well, that is, that's, that's my, that's, at TPC at Sawgrass, Tebow has his little, oh, okay. uh, Danny oh. Werfel actually, his, Who said it? his, it his uh, Streets of Desire or something, his, one of his foundations, and he had this thing, but I had to keep this helmet, because it's got Billy Horschel's signature on it, Chris DeMarco, Danny Werfel, and Chris Doran. Wow. And then on the other side, I had to really keep it, even though I'm, I am not a Bulldogs fan okay. at, by any means. That has Herschel Walker. That's and wow. I just kept it, and I always keep it at the shop. Herschel, huh. yeah. And Lindsey Scott, run, run, Lindsey, run, run, Lindsey, run. Yeah. That's a cool little helmet. Yeah. So they used to give these out. Whoever was there every year would. Huh. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. yeah so you were. You're a little older than Mark. Did you and he ever cross paths along your travels? He worked at Sawgrass together. Who was Mark, Mark Mitchell yep. from Secession. Okay. Your first member yep. profile this yep. year. Mm-hmm. So you guys stay in touch down here? A little bit, yep. Yeah, he's not that close. I, yeah, no. Um, Four miles from a crow, 38 miles yeah, on a car. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know what? Um, he, when he, he worked for me for a little bit at Timaquana and then went back to uh, South Florida. And I really, I don't, we don't run into each other. Sure. So what's your path after, um, back to Florida? How'd you get to Timaquana? You, um, so like I said, I went, I interned at Isleworth. Oh, nice. You've and been, that was. You've been some good places. Yeah, just before. Uh, see why here. The resume, eh? Just, just before, um, Tiger, Tiger days. That would have been John Daly days. Yeah, yeah. At Isleworth. So it would have been <laughs> O'Meara. Two cans. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. O'Meara. Daly, Ian Baker Finch, Craig Perry, wow. Payne Stewart. Good crowd. Yeah. Good so crowd. that was those days. And that would have been Palmer still had his homes in there. Okay. So Palmer had just let the – I shouldn't say let the property go. Members kind of took it over, I think. Bank took it over. And then there's Joe Lewis bought it, who now owns Isleworth. Lake Nona. And that's Joe Lewis Barrow of the first tee. No, this would have been Joe Lewis. I Don't quote me on this. Not waste management. It might have been waste okay. management. Yeah, yeah. Waste I'm with man. you. I'm with you. British guy. Okay. Yep. So um, then I went to Saddlebrook for about a minute once I graduated from, uh, from Florida, which is in Tampa. Okay. And my goal was to have a, I wanted to have an event, a PGA Tour event. That was my thing, PGA Tour event. So I kept applying to TPC at Sawgrass. Kept gotcha. applying, kept applying, kept applying. Finally, I got in. So I was at Saddlebrook for about six, seven months. As an assistant? As an assistant. Okay. And then went to Sawgrass as, as a second assistant. Kind of took a, a lesser role just to kind of get in. And then that was where it started. So my thing was tournament golf. That's really what I wanted to do was tournament golf. So 
Having said that, did five players. Yep. Started on the Valley course. Okay. What a you unique yeah. difference between the two. Sorry. Yeah. Like, holy cow. Red that does not stepchild. prepare you for that yeah. next day. Yeah. Go ahead. But then a year into it, got promoted and ran the stadium. Wow. Yep. Mm-hmm. So it was there. And what, um, what a process that was, too. I swear, I think I was there in like February and bleachers were already going up. Yeah. And this was before the date changed. So best thing they ever did was put that date back to March. Best best thing that they ever did. You think so? Um, it's not a summer golf course. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, May's it's a little just, thin. Yeah, May's just a difficult time for anybody down there. Transition. We're trying to push it so much. Um, so it's an overseeded golf course. So now it plays like quail. And no, by any means. I mean it's I think it's the way the way that golf course is designed by Pete, and I know it's been tweaked a little bit by Pete's folks, but it's just not a summer golf course. It's it, ryegrass. It's ryegrass. It's a ryegrass golf course. Any golf carts in the pond on seventeen during your tenure? Any good stories about that? Oh man. Equipment even. Bob drop up a rake. <laughs> Air fire in the pot bunker in the front. Oh, the little one? The little one. Not a good sight either. <laughs> How do you get that out? Like just humans, or did you get something bigger down no, there? No, we had a we had we brought a loader on top of it. On the green? Yeah, on the green. How do you do that? Pl- plywooded it on. Right. Got it out. Yeah. And that's so anything else. A day that you were open? That was a day that no, we were closed because we were, were airfire. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. but you know, you back then, obviously, to play seventeen, and you see yeah. that that day, and you're like, "Sorry, Bob, you don't get to play there today." Um, but obviously, then had a little bit of a thrill too of a lot of construction going on. That was another thing that really kicked a lot of things off in my head. Just really seeing projects and okay. seeing seeing a property progress. I mean, that place has changed so much yeah. from. I started there in '96. Okay. Um, to now, where they are today, that is a total different golf course, if you want to call it that. You know, grass styles. Uh, you know, I remember when I was there, it was had centipede rough, <laughs> St. Augustine wow. rough. Oh yeah, you get what in. They grow in Florida, right? Yeah, and and but that was a Pete thing. If you look at a lot of Pete's places in South Florida, they are. Gulfstream is is a good one to really. It's St. Augustine Rough. Oof. Just different. He it, his uh, his grass style was you know, and I don't. I never saw a long cove back in the day, but I bet you, long cove maybe was a little bit of centipede grass and wow. in spots and valley course. Another Pete with Jerry Pate. All the lake banks were centipede. So what, you, what have you done? Taking it out and put zoysia in? They have. They went in. It's all Bermuda now. Bermuda. Yeah. yeah. I got gotcha. you. Okay. Yeah. All right. So then five tournaments. You're on the stadium course. Why Tim Aquana? Another tournament. Bigger tournament. Uh, 2002 Senior Amateur. Oh. So yeah. So that was a big thing. That's what this flag is from? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a big thing from... Um, they had went through a renovation in 96, and um, they had started to make some changes, and they were getting ready for the senior am. And um, very, very fortunate that I, first off, had a great mentor at, at Sawgrass that obviously guided me through this 
process. And that was kind of my early part of, didn't never thought I'd stay in Jacksonville. I thought I'd have to go somewhere else. Sure. Um, so being able to to stay in town and work in a place like that. Oldest club in town, um, 23 Ross. Um, phenomenal golf course. It's older and seminal. Yep. Uh, renovated in, um, uh, like I said, 1996 with Bobby Weed. Really? Bobby Weed did that renovation. He's mm-hmm. um same guy that was up at uh, Linville Ridge here. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Big yep. fan of the slit drain. Yeah. Yeah, so he, he did a great job on that one. And then that really kicked them off of getting a lot of events. So I had the Senior Am there. I had the Florida Junior Am there. Had the, um, I left just before they had the Florida Open. Oh, wow. They yeah. won. Uh, had the Florida Mid-Am. Uh, Holy cow. So, so we had a lot of F. events. And then we would have the Gator Bowl Pro-Am would be there every year. So that would be Ooh. the, Ooh. Chris DeMarco would play in it, Billy Horschel, um, Bubba Dickerson. Oh wow! All those guys. Fun. And they would they would have a team. VJ Singh would play in it. Uh, Frank Licklider. All those guys, and they would play one day my place, and then they would play another day at San Jose Country Club, which is right across town, right across the river. So big tournaments. I mean, that's that's almost like coming up here where we've got. Don't you guys host the Governor's Cup here? Well, we used to. We yeah. did. I yep. mean, that's yep. that was Nikki Haley's deal, wasn't it? Yeah. Yep. They don't, yep. Yep. They don't yep. do that anymore. So, yeah, McMaster's, he did it one year, and then um, they stopped doing it. But we've now turned around where we're not doing it every year, but normally every other year we're doing the RBC Pro-Am. Yeah, on Monday? So, no, they do it They do it on that Wednesday still, and what it is, it's, the, it, it's their it's RBC's if you want to call it wealth management, and it's me and Long Cove, and we each get six or seven pros. Yeah. And it's all the RBC guys. Cool. So one year we had Poulter, Paul Casey. Nice. Chris Kirk, Bill Haas. Nice. And then he might have had next door. Dustin when he Dustin, came back. Dustin, yeah. Spieth. Sure. Right. Those right. type guys. Kucher. Nice. Let's, let's talk Hilton Head Island for a second if we can. What's your favorite local spots since being here? Favorite local spots. Well, we used to have a favorite local spot till it took a lightning strike. Smokehouse. I saw that on my way in. Smokehouse. Unfortunately, took a lightning strike. Yeah. Yeah. I came in that way. I came in the other Um, way. Oh, that was. The barbecue place. That was early, early summer, I think. Um, So that was our really, really. The other ones are Groobies. Okay. It's a little deli right next door to the club right here. Um, then the other one is not even two seconds down here. It's called Fat Babies. I saw a sign for that. What is that? Fat Babies. This is a little pizza sub place. It's just good. Is it right circle. On the circle. You come out my circle right here. Yeah. And then go straight down Dunnigan's. And okay. It's at that, and it's at that circle. I want to say it used to be Remy's. Used to be another pizza place. Okay. Used to be another hangout at some point. Yeah. Um, and this guy had a little place in another shopping center down here, and he hit a home run. It's just good pizza, good sandwiches. Locals know it. Just locals know it. You go in there during the summer, 
you better get there at eleven thirty ish because normally it's it's pack pack. And then right right now with nobody here, you go in there, same locals at the bar type kind of place. That's great. Know? But Smokehouse was our go to. Yeah. Are you are you finding it homey here? Like five years now, or because we we live in Bluffton. Cheers anywhere yeah, yet? We, we we live in Bluffton, um, so yes. And and what's what's funny to see is is the places that maybe were struggling a little bit when we first got here. Yep. Um, I'll give you a, a good example of one: Southern Barrels, a little brewery place, right down the street from Berkeley Hall. Okay. That place is you can't even get in there anymore. Wow. But when you first when we first got here. You could you could have had a dance party in the place, and and they would have said, "Hey, just lock lock it up when you're done." It was, it's just wow. Bluffton is just boomed. Yeah, so, forty six going down into Palmetto Bluff is just gone. Well, I guess we gotta ask. I, I, I'm not a seafood guy, but people when they come to Hilton Head want good seafood. Where would you send them? Dockside. Okay. Yeah, Dockside Boathouse. So you had the boathouse, and then they built another side to it called the called dockside if you want to call it the newer fancier side if you want is that to call the one it that. as soon as you come out of moss creek over there on the right hand side when you're getting on the expressway or is that on the island that's on the island okay. so that's going back you see where the crazy crab is yeah it's just that's that light oh, yeah. just before crazy crab and you got hudson's down that way yeah. the back entrance into yeah. the um plantation yeah but then there's another place on the island called the um uh sea shack why do I know that? Which is right down Pope. Okay. Behind, right next to Chow Daddy's. Gotcha. And me and my neighbor will, Mr. Davis at Long Cove, will, will frequent Sea <laughs> Shack. But that's another place. You do it during the summer, you're waiting. So how come Ashley's not here today? Ashley, why are you not on the podcast with Mr. Neff today? I swear I asked him to call you so we could have all four of us here today, Ashley. Where are you? Well, you know, <laughs> well, the salesman that was out front said good, I didn't uh, see him when I was there today. I think he's already been in there. A really good neighbor right there. I can only imagine. He's been really good. Yeah. He's one of the best. Yeah. So we're talking about um, the superintendent next door at um, Long Cove, who is an avid outdoorsman. Ashley. A.D. Ashley Davis. 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 Sorry. Yes. The only thing I don't hold against all of them, because he's got all his buddies out here, is his Clemson stuff. Mm. I'm thinking about buying him the Trevor Lawrence. Oh, they got fake hair? The fake hair. Don't you? I've never seen it. He would look good in blonde. I think they're called Wigwats or something. It's the company. You can just Amazon Trevor Lawrence um, hairband. And it's they got them and a Patrick Mahomes one, you and I said I think that's an Ashley one right there. I'll go in on it. We'll do halves for Christmas <laughs> if you want, just to get the picture. That would be awesome. Oh, uh, but no, really good guy. Fortunate to have somebody that close that I can drive right through the woods. I mean, you're literally, literally next door. I, we I mean, cut through the woods. We cut through the woods. That's amazing. Yeah, that's great. Um, speaking of woods. Yeah. How did Hurricane Matthew, how did you survive down here? Not good. Um, Are you still cleaning up? No, we're good now. I mean, you know, I think it's we. It gets everybody gets scared now yeah. when one does get to us. We wound up losing about 2,500 trees on wow. property. 
all together. Um, and not, you know, we talk about it in meetings and stuff as we as we talk about long range stuff. Nothing bad, you know, nothing that you sit there and go, man. Well, I wish we wouldn't have lost that. The only place that I really and we're about ready to kind of encounter this in a long range plan with Palmer uh, Group is the out on the sound there along the marsh on 17 and 18 it took down oak trees that have been mother nature twisted and were leaning properly and unfortunately on those holes those holes were designed with that in mind because they're like angel and live oaks right yeah it, it 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 and it really has changed the outlook. It's on 18, most importantly. Now, on the other side of it, there's not really a challenge of shade anymore out here. Okay. Shade has really... There, I might have a few pockets here and there. Um, had a few holes that had some tornadoes on it. Is that the one that took all of the ones around the pool that is now exposed? Yes. Mm-hmm. So we've had to do some plants. So we've replanted... 500. Wow. Yeah, I mean, that's a fair trade. If you were going to get to go in and make that call yourself, wouldn't that be about a trade-off? You'd say, hey, if I could get rid of these 2,500 and add 500, this is what I'd do? And if, yeah, and if you look at them, so we had the architect come back in and do a, you know, what would you plant back in here type? Because nobody wanted any pine trees. So who's that? Who's the architect? So so we use uh, Brandon Johnson. Okay. From Arnold Palmer's Design. Yep. Um, He kind of laid out let's just say it was six holes kind of laid out six good holes of saying this is what i think you should put back in and here's some sizes and here's where i would put it so if there was let's just say there was 50 trees we were putting back we we would kind of gauge the size that we had we maybe would only put 40 back in depending on just what because we would kind of try to envision it a little bit of what it would look like but it's really come out really nice it's thrown a different flavor in here we didn't have that palette in here before okay so we've done some uh some maple some some red maple trees just things that just were not in here before there was not probably enough oak tree so we put back a lot more oak trees okay um didn't palm tree it or anything like that but i like that yeah you know Went with some different type of magnolia trees. Yep. Um, that we had. There were some big ones. Yeah. So we didn't go back with a grandiflora. We went back with a claudia that has a smaller leaf blade. I like those. Yes. You know. So things like that, just to throw in some different flavor for the for the future. Did you have any big storms while you were in Florida like this that you had to deal with? I. You know, oh four, we had Francis, Charlie. That three of them all went through. You know, we we would go through it, but this the worst it's just one. Diff- as a, yeah, as an it was employer. just you know a lot of cleanup, obviously. But you know, Matthew was goofy because you had that tropical storm that kind of came through here three weeks prior to Correct. it. Correct. So that, you were wet. So we were wet. Yeah, we were. You know that, and then you came off the floods from fifteen. Correct. So it was kind of like, oh man, you got to be kidding me, <laughs> you know. But no, it's it was really it worked out. Now, did you stay with Ashley? No. No, 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 no. I hear it was he, a buddy, a shotgun, and a boat, or something like that. Exactly. Now, that's a, that That was... 
I think they were close to the house. Okay. I think they were close to the house on that one. Yeah. Oh yeah. I. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard some stories. I would imagine you with youngsters picked up and took we, the evacuation route. We or? went during Matthew. We didn't go. We didn't go during Dorian. Yeah. Um, but we we got out. We live on the new side of Bluffton, so we never lost power. A lot of our guys are living over there. Bill Kennedy's over that way, is he not? He's he's an old further, town. He's an old town. So I'm down there. Um, I'm behind Sun City. Okay. Yeah. That's where I stayed last night. Yep. I'm. Um, if you make a right on 170, that's all of New Bluffton right there. So yeah. that's there's Cypress Ridge, and then you get into Palmetto Bluff has got six or seven new new complexes going in. You see Chris much? Chris Johnson. Johnson, I do see Chris a little bit. Yeah, a good egg, man. Yeah, y'all got a good crew of folks down here on the it island. It is a good man. group. I of mean, guys. it's a it's a tight knit yeah. group. This whole Low Country area. I mean, I've there's some real gems down here. Yeah, and guys the, really understand the area that you can lean on. That have the history and that share have the history. That's so cool. Yeah. Max Jordan, and he's still down here. Max Jordan's here. Yeah, he's a Hampton he, Hall. No. Max is at Bear Creek. He got the superintendent job over there a couple mm-hmm. years ago. Yeah. So his little brother used to work with Alan. We had lunch Bennett. this week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Bennett was a pretty good junior golfer and ended up interning for the Golf Association and nice. then got a job there for a couple years before he went off to work for Ed Jones. And so, yeah, his uh, that was always good, Bear Creek. My father-in-law lives right over there. Indigo? At Rookery Way. Rooker, right, that's like right, that's the right, next that's one right. up from that's right. Bear Creek. Yeah, you don't, re- you know, I never really realized when I moved here how many golf courses are just on this island. Yeah, yeah, the island. It's, and I think people don't realize Hilton Head. You yeah. got to go over this last bridge to get to just Hilton Head. They confuse Bluffton with it, right? Yeah, yeah. And you know, you're so you get obviously if you don't go cross island and you just go business in, you get so wrapped up in what's coming down on the south end. Harbor Town, right? Sea Pines Country Club, Long Cove, Wexford. You just think about that. What's there? Four inside Hilton Head Plantation. There's four. Two inside Indigo. Palmetto Dunes has got three. Now. Three. You got Palmetto Hall's got two. Used to have three, I think. Yeah. Then you got Port Royal. One or two. Two. They had. Those are the ones that had the three. Okay. Yeah. Those are the ones that had the three. But you think about how much golf shipyard twenty seven holes. Have you played them all yet? No, I haven't either. No, no. I mean, you stay down here what a damn month and yeah, <laughs> not play them all. Do you have any named Gators out here? Is there Ooh. any old Gators that have been here? Ooh. Joey. No, we 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 have one right now that is in the harbor. How you get in there? We have no idea. In that salt? No. Uh-uh. So it's clean. Because they 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 flush it through okay. they flush it out. So they they cannot get this thing. He's just hanging out. Yep. And it's I've deep. seen I've seen a manatee come in that thing before. Not wow. anymore. No. They <laughs> <laughs> got in there. And they what they hope happens is that it's waiting on that lock to open. Oh, okay. But the gator, I think, is moving. It's doing its thing amongst. So when you come out of the shop here, you get down. You have a big lagoon that's right here, and then you cross over at the three-way stop, and that's the beginning of the of the lagoon. So you know we do the right things. 
no paddle board and right <laughs> no yeah. small dogs on the beach yeah. <laughs> holy cow yeah so they they get alarmed and then i think what also happens is is the way that that cement bulkhead comes out he can't they're sitting up under well they're sitting up underneath because that bulkhead kind of comes out oh like that so it's sitting up underneath people's docks yeah it's not it's no. you, you, yeah. yeah so they're just cautious of it i would say what about deer is, is ashley the one who gets called to do all the culling annually um we actually just did that how many i that now they haven't I, they haven't told how many they're going to do but yes it does happen once a year i imagine more that. of them are over at ashley's though i would say between these two properties you could probably stand to take out 150 to 300 a year you probably could yeah really i if I had to guess, last year, between both properties, they did 16. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that was a new thing for me when I got here. I had... They just taking the big males, or are they taking anything? I think they're taking anything. A lot of times, they'll, they'll go in and, and go after a lot of the does, right? I mean... But I had to ask my assistant when I got here, I said, now, what are they doing? Yeah. Well, you don't have the hogs down here yet, mm-hmm. though. No, no. None on the island, right? No feral hogs on no. the island that we're aware of? Okay, good. No. Bobcats? I've seen bobcats in Bluffton, but I haven't seen... We do have some um, coyotes out here. They've made it. Because they oh, can swim, too. Yeah. What about bald eagles? few bald eagles. A lot more osprey now. Oh, I love it. Yep. That's amazing. And you notice it more now since you've lost the trees. Right. Wow, you can see you- them... I didn't even thought about how many nests you went and lost. True, yeah, trees. that's a good point. But I was out this morning talking to some members on the right where the uh, Hague Point embarkment is right there. And um, there was two of them right on top of us. And I'm talking pretty big wings and just hanging. I love that. We have a we have a guy in the community in the community. He's one of he's the um they call him the dock master, and he is like our naturalist, if you want to call it that. So he does these nature walks with members, huh? And has gotten them involved, cool, and really seeing some of this stuff, especially like with the kids. They'll do it sometimes with the summer camps and things like that. So, so you like it? Yeah. You happy? Yeah, it's pretty good. This this could be the rocking chair place if they let you. Man, that's 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 a rough one to say. Right. I just think of the, ages of the kids, right? So 15, 10, 12 more years to get them out of school. Fifty-nine. That's tough, isn't it? Though that's tough. Like the island. But I thought Let's I had the it. island. Let's say the island. Oh yeah, yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. I mean, if opportunities to to bounce around or whatever, sure. but leave the kids in the same home, would you like I'll, that? I'll also say. I'm not opposed to something different in the club business. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, the experience you're having now, I don't think you came up here to repair locks. Nope. Or they even mentioned that. I... <laughs> I, <laughs> I really, really... It's going to sound corny, but I like building something. Yeah. And what I mean by that is... is is watching a place develop and grow. So, and I like people. I like people a lot. Yep. Um, 
I like I wouldn't call it being in control, but I like to oversee. I like to make decisions. And sometimes you get you get to a point with this job you don't you can't make all the decisions that you want to. It's almost like you sound like you want to you need a community and to, to be a master planner. Yeah. And to see that that to see that picture on the wall as a blank. Yeah. And you make it go up with all the yeah. push pins. Still have a drive to grow grass. Um, okay. And then there, you know, one thing I didn't mention to you, one of the reasons why I came coming up here was to have Zoysia Fairways. So what kind do you have? I have Zorro. Do oh. they do that little wavy thing with the carts? Yes, it does. Yeah. 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 What do you have on your greens? Champion? Uh, Champion. G2 or the regular? A regular. How long have those been in? Uh, 11. 11. About time for some new ones? So we are, so possibly, it just came up the other day. It's, it's funny you say that. So one of my goals this year with the Green Committee was was to really we we have a if you want to call it a reserve analysis already in the community because you, you can only imagine all the infrastructure that we have to switch out bridges thing all no, those types of things. I can't. Um, so one of the things that have come up is not only this irrigation system but the future with a greens renovation. So when I was down at Seminole, I had the opportunity to walk eighteen with Hal. Did you ever get to spend any time with him? I, I know how just a little bit. And I think it was like the sixth hole, and we're walking up the fairway, and I asked him something about – we were talking about his greens. And, I mean, this is seven years ago, so my agronomic ignorance is right up there with Allen's at the time, right? Who was Hal? He's the superintendent at Seminole okay. Golf Club down in Florida. And um, I said to him, how come your greens are so much different, if you will? Hey. You can take it. Answer it. Yeah, can I take stop? it? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I can jump right back in on how. While Chris is on the phone, let's take a second to let everyone know we have sponsored a few episodes of the new mini pod from Turf Lego, Dr. Ben McGraw. Make sure you give him a follow on Twitter at Turf Lego, L E G O. All right, now back to Chris. Yeah. So, me and Eric are good friends. Ah, how'd that happen? My first assistant when I first went to Timaquana that I hired him and uh, E were, uh, we call him Big E. Yeah. Were uh, roommates at Peachtree. Oh shit, that's another one. We gotta go to Peachtree too. Did you ever get to play that one yet? It's all that. It's all that some and whatever you want to take. And it's great too because it's not like you're going somewhere that's, you know, you can go there. I'll tell you what we used to do. We used to go because we were sister clubs with Cherokee where Ken Lee's at now. Yep. And we were sister clubs at Timaquana. So we would go up there with a group of members and go play Cherokee for a day. And then I had the connection at Peachtree. So we would go over to Peachtree. You look like a hero taking everybody yeah. to Peachtree. Yeah, but then you're in the middle of Buckhead. Oh, yeah. So you could have, you had a good time with it. Sure. And then you're right there at the airport. <sighs> and, you, and you're back by, you know, you're home in an hour. Ridiculous. You know, so, but yeah, no, it is. Have you seen this Cherokee yet? You've been up to see Charlie Spears? Um, just talked to Charlie the other day, and I told him, I said, I'm coming to see you. I tried to get, I sent him a text at 10 o'clock last night. I said, hey, dude, I don't care that you're overseeing me and Alan are down here. We're going to come by tomorrow anyways. He's like, sorry, can't have it. I don't have time. We're overseeing. Yeah. So there's a great story there that the guy before Charlie, Larry Feller, was taking, um, not Marsh Benson, but um, Billy. From Augusta. Fuller. Billy, Billy Fuller. Yeah. Larry had picked him up 
in Augusta. They were in Columbia on their way to Cherokee. Phone rings and the guy says, Larry, I know you're sorry, but we can't. you can't come today. He's like, I already got him in the car. We're at Columbia. He's like, yeah, we got some members coming. He's like, well, when are the members coming? He's like, Thursday. He said, man, it's Tuesday. He's like, yeah, I know. I just can't have anybody on property. Wow. Yeah. Yes. So the first couple times that I went to see Charlie, we got called off. Like, literally, it was we were supposed to play on a Thursday. And on a Tuesday, he's like, hey, man, you can't come. It's, it's 800 rounds a year, dude. Yeah, because I think it turns on like that. Oh, when the members are there, yeah, you don't, they don't want to be, nobody can be there. seen. You yeah. can't even be on the golf course where, like, three holes over they saw somebody. Yeah, yeah. Who the hell is that? See, that's how I felt, that's how I felt when we were at Augusta. Yeah. Like, I shouldn't be here. I knew I shouldn't have been there. But. Yeah, that'll be your first time at Cherokee, too. All right, so Hal Hicks. So I'm walking up the fairway. I think it was six with Hal. And um, we were talking about his greens because I was in South Florida, and I didn't understand how – Primo wasn't applied during season. It's a bad word, right? I mean, growing season's a little different. And I said, man, how are your greens? They just look, I don't know, different. Are they, like, new? He says, well, yeah, they're about two years old. I said, well, how, 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 how long do you keep your greens? He's like, eh, four or five years. Yeah. I said, well, why is that? And he stopped right in the middle of the fairway. He's like, hey, look at me. And I'm like, why is that, Hal? He says, Tim, do you like new and I was like, <laughs> it just stunned me. Nobody had ever said, do you like new? And he's like, "Like, do you like a new Coca-Cola or an old Coca-Cola? He's like, do you want a new truck or an old truck? He's like, we get new grass. Wow. It's better. It doesn't mutate. So I get new grass every couple years. So let me ask you, is there anything wrong with new? <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. So every like three or four or five years, they're regrassing. South Florida is a total different crazy? mindset. Take money, 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 you know, but that just that mindset of that season oh. of what that season brings. And but when the season comes, if it's not right, see ya. you're looking for another season. That's why he's the fourth superintendent yeah. there ever since 1926. I think, yeah. man, there's a few of them down there like that are just in that same just guy at the Everglades Club has been there, uh, Country Club of Florida, yeah. There's guys that have just been Darren's there. Darren's been at Naples yeah, for 30-something years, yeah. 35 or yeah. seven years. All right, hit him with the standard. What was the first car you drove that you owned that you drove normally? Not Volkswagen Fox, brand new, too. Uh, it was a they you a bought it. spoon, kid? No, 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 no. You're, I'll, I'll tell you the story on this. My, my parents basically told me that and not that I couldn't drive their vehicle but they said if you want to drive our vehicle you have to pay for the insurance mm. and um, I said well forget that I'll just go buy my own car so we I'd just been saving money bought a Volkswagen Fox and that was an 89 or it might have been a 90 one of those years brand new off the showroom floor for $8,200 silver Red. Woo! Four speed. I gave my mom $60 a week, and that covered the car, the, the, I worked at Publix, bag, uh, bagged and stocked at Publix, gave her 60 bucks a week, and that covered insurance and the car payment. I paid for the whole thing. 
That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, I'll never forget that thing. And I'll never forget graduating from Florida. There was only one window that worked. It wound up finishing. And it was the the passenger (laughs) side. So when I'd go through the turnpike coming home, I'd have to push it down, give give the girl the money, and... Did it I, just pop back up? Uh, and then I then I would go like this oh. with it. <laughs> now, apparently you must have a very good mechanic here because it doesn't sound to me like you were fixing no. things back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. I, I, I guess but that is a good question, though. One thing <laughs> I always like to ask and like to hear is, if, what's one piece of advice you would give an up-and-coming superintendent? It's my young man. And it's something I deal with every day with with new folks coming out of school or somebody trying to get in. It's called patience. This is not patience and really being able to to listen and learn with somebody's trying to teach you. Um, I think we have this misconception that we that we get out of school or we work for somebody for a little bit and we immediately need to be a superintendent. Um, Back in the mid-90s, I think we all probably worked at least five years in a, as an assistant at some point in time. That mindset has changed. I don't know where it went and which changed that. Um, and listening, there's a lot of good ones out there. Um, we all make, change, we all make uh, good decisions. We all make bad decisions. We've made bad moves, and we've been able to recover from it. But really listening and and engulf that information and thinking that you've learned something when you walked out that door. I always felt like when I left every day, I felt like it was a new day. I never looked at it as a job. We didn't do it for the money. Yeah. Uh, you know, we were all making twenty three, twenty four thousand dollars a year, and you just you had that goal of being somebody. And then the last thing is is really learn how to manage people. Has that changed as you become a parent? Has your management style, your patience? Oh yeah, grown without and a doubt. Um, I think anybody that's probably ever worked for me could, would probably tell you that it, it's calmed me. Um, I still have that tenacity, if you want to call it that, but it really has made me. I'm, I think more. Um, somebody leaves me an email. Or somebody leaves me a voicemail and says, "We need you to you you need to do X Y Z because that's that's what you get when you get an email. You're you're getting it's normally not you're the best thing and <laughs> and it's normally something's wrong. Okay, I've learned not to respond right away. Nice. I've learned to it's not a bad thing to go grab a Gatorade and get in your cart and drive around and maybe respond to them the next day. Um, because normally that person is hotted up and same way if they're leaving you a voicemail. Um, so it, it, I've just had to, people told me this stuff my whole life. It, it wasn't something new. Um, but I always thought I had the answers too. I, I don't have all the answers. And that's okay. Right. You no, know, it's, I don't. But that's um, okay. And I think overcoming that and learning that that's okay taking a step back and hey i'll get you the right answer i just don't have it right now and really surrounding yourself with good people that seems like and and i mean 
I'm full, I just try yeah. and introduce myself, but it looks like you got a full crew here. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't seem like labor is a challenge. It, it can be. Um, we've, we're, we're very fortunate right now. It's different getting people on the island now because there's so much in Bluffton. So the days of somebody driving from Beaufort be, getting to the island and driving 45, 50 minutes because there was nothing in between, those days are kind of over. Um, you know, this is my first go around with a, with a Hispanic workforce. Mm. So it was new to me, and it's still new to me um, in a lot of ways. Um, I thought there would be some different things with them where you would maybe – see more of maybe family members coming to work for you that's what i had always heard that you know it's almost like a generation thing with with the hispanic workforce we've done really good with trying to find good people that fit in with what we're trying to do and then every year we're getting it We're, we're living with interns so the club did a really big thing with the internship program so we do three or four a year nice you're getting kids from all over Corey Tech, uh, we had a. This is the first year I ever had him from uh, Abraham Baldwin from ABAC. Man, those kids, that school's doing great right now. Really, really good. Yeah. Really, really do you good. house them too? We do house them. Ah, oh, that makes yeah. it all the difference. So in the you, world. we sell them on. You know, we got good. We got we got good projects. Got good things here. Um, take away the golf and the things like that, but you know, I think most 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 people wherever they're coming from, have come and visited Hilton Head at some point in time. And they think about coming and visiting. Oh, man, I'm going to go to Hilton Head for the summer. It's where I, it's really where I really would like to be. Um, and most of them, I've got one right now that came from New York. He came back for a second internship and then stayed. Huh. So he's one of my, my assistants now. So it it works, but it's still a tough place. You don't live here. Okay. Most of us don't live here. Yeah. I have a few of them that 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 live on the island. Sure, it's tough. Um, the locals more to do in that. Bluffton, if you want to call it that. You know, there's more of a nightlife or whatever that is. Yeah, I'd try and ignore it. All right. So, um, <laughs> what's your uh, what's your pitch for all those folks then? That, and I and I don't want this to come across the wrong way, but because of television, because of the PGA Tour, you've heard of Harbor Town. You may have heard of Long Cove, just whatever, but you might not have heard of Wexford. But I will tell you that this property stands shoulder to shoulder with all of them. So what's your plug to tell people, hey, come to Wexford? This, by far, is one of the most unique pieces of property I've ever seen. Um, You have a membership here, and I'll throw this name out that used to live here, Michael Jordan. Hmm. Um, you have a clientele here that is very upscale, um, very demanding. Um, but at the end of the day, we pull we, we pull out of these gates. We feel like it's the best one on this island. Wow. Um, you know, take take away the marketing scheme of it. Where would it be in the an amenities club? Um, really have come a long way with golf wasn't known as the best golf course um, because you're competing against the Long Cove and a Harbor Town. Colin, even if you want to talk about Collington and Belfair and but now we've put ourselves we've put ourselves with that redesign in 2011 
and the regrassing with zoysia, we've really put ourselves on the map with that. That really, you can you can call it compete if you want to call it that, but you've really made yourself a mark now. You're the only one down here with zoysia fairways. Exactly. I mean, yeah. you're the only one. Hell, east of ninety five. That's south what of I want to say. I want to say the there's a couple mountain guys, right? Yeah, Charlotte. There's a couple too, but I mean, Kiwi Vineyards. Mountain, oh, Mountain Park. Mountain yeah, Park. Mountain Park is always all over the place. And then Carmel. Palisades in the rough. Carmel, yeah. Carmel, I think south and north just did as well. Yeah. But, I mean, that's... Yes. Yeah. I love it. It's it's cheating. It's hitting off it's of the mat. It's cheating. That's a really good off way of, of mat. I mean, it's, I play my best golf on these fairways. So, yes, we'll be back. Yeah. Anytime. What do you have in closing? Anything we need to tell people? Um, Man, what do I have in closing? Uh, have fun with it, guys. There it is. Yep. We have a tough job every single day, and it's not going to get any easier. I mean, it doesn't matter if you're at private, public, resort, whatever. Have fun with what you do. I like it. Because um, if, if you don't, if you're miserable with it, that's what's going to wind up being in the end anyway. But just have fun with it. Go somewhere. And else we got a special group. I mean, it's oh. uh, this profession has really got some really special people in it. The relationships are phenomenal. I've never seen another industry like it. Yeah. Well, thank you for your time today. Thank we didn't you. Mean to take Appreciate up so much of coming. it, man. Yep. Awesome. I love this place. I'm awesome. Glad you shared it with us, and yep. hopefully the world now. Thank you, you for go. your time. You're welcome. All right. Well, that was Chris. What do y'all think? That was a good interview, man. He's a good dude. I think the only problem I got is that I didn't know him when he was in Florida at Timaquana. Yeah. And I'd like to hang out more, to be honest with you. We kind of come in and get out. He's the kind of guy I could sit there and hang out with. This could be a new text buddy. Another bromance to form. Could be. Could be. I don't have anybody in Hilton Head yet. So his wife (laughs) accused us of having a bromance the first (laughs) couple months of the year where, I mean, we were new employees. We had to talk a lot. And it was all times of day. And so then he met Ryan McClannan. And the bromance is over. Now Alan and Ryan and Jim Huntoon have their bromances. I'm fine with that. I have I have I have bros for days. Before we get out of here, yeah, I think it'd be fun to share something personal Ooh. about that you and I went through last month. Yes, I thought it'd be a good idea for Tim to come to Darlington with us to the NASCAR race. Oh. And I said, Hey man, why don't you come to Darlington? We got Kyle Trainum uh, from Willow Creek. He and his wife who uh, my wife and I are good friends with and, and got to know him at their wedding. And Tim and his four, Rodney Krause was supposed to come, but Rodney couldn't come because his wife had to work. So uh, it was, he was going to bring his son down. And so we get there. And Tim gets there about 3 o'clock, races at 6 o'clock that night, I think. And 7.30? No, they don't start that late. So Tim gets there early. Now, he does sleep on the way there. There's, a, there's two sides of Darlington. And one side's nothing but a big old field where everybody parks. And the other side's Highway 52, kind of cutting through town. And <laughs> Tim wakes up and his wife's parked, and they're definitely on the wrong side of the track. So then I'm trying to coordinate them. I, get, I finally find Kyle Trainum, and I'm trying to get everybody here. And then we call. We had two tickets left because Rodney backed out. And so we called Chuck Conley. Actually, Chuck was on this group text message. And he said, hey, y'all know I'm on this message. I'm not coming. I said, well, we have two tickets. Why don't you grab your kid and let's go? And he wasn't going to do it until Tim insulted him somehow. 
I said, get permission from Donna. <laughs> Next thing you know, he's in the car on the ride down. And I guess it's 4 o'clock, and we're all about to convene and hang out for a little bit, and a major storm's coming through. And it it washes. I mean, it's it's a gully washer, I guess you could say. And we don't even go on the track because we know it's going to take an hour to dry it once this rain that we can see coming. If I was running a golf tournament, I would have called brought it by off the course. You know what I mean? Long story short, they drive down. How long is your drive? Mm, three hours-ish. Three and a half hours in the car. They get there. It's about an hour to get into us once we find everybody. Rained for three and a half hours. To the point where we, Tim and I and my wife are stuck under somebody else's camper that had, happened to have a, you know, a awning come I'm under of. a fold-out on a folding table. Right. Like with the roof <laughs> right here, just sitting here like this for an hour and a half. Oh, I will put some pictures. We have to put because that's fine. I got one of you too. I know. Tim took a picture of me with my poncho on, and I took a picture of him sitting under the awning. But needless to say, half of his family did want to stay, and half of them didn't want to stay. Kyle Train and his wife go back to the Red Roof Inn. Don't even go in the race. Tim and his family head back to Liberty. Chuck Conley made it all the way down from Greenville, and he had to work the next morning. He goes back home. <coughs> So it was just me and my wife walked into the race. <laughs> and, they, and they ran the race at 1030 yeah. that night or yeah. whatever. Yeah, didn't finish till 2 a.m., so. So that's your first time doing No, I've been. Uh, the boys hadn't been, and I wanted them to go. But it, um, was, it was just miserable. It could <laughs> have right. been more miserable. It wasn't as bad, but it was definitely frustrating because I like to know where I'm going, and I like clear communications. And when I say, hey, I'm standing at the Darlington racetrack sign, I think there's only one. Well, there's apparently one of those signs on every corner, <laughs> every 40 yards, so that didn't help. But All right, so for me, for the last month, here's what I learned. I've got a little section of uh, pink muley grass I put in to separate my yard from my neighbors, 80, 90 plants or so. And they've got irrigation, and the original heads that went in were um, 15-foot misters. So now that my neighbor and I don't speak as much as we need to, I don't like watering his grass so i reduced and i found these um four foot by 30 foot wide like sidewalk misters basically oh and they're absolutely perfect so i go to replace the nozzles and um, i noticed down on the end there's like this blue i don't even know what it is it looks like a tape almost like uh the pvc tape that you put on around joints and things of that nature and so i was trying to get it and it fell back down into the thing and i was like well i just got to blow this out so you know i've got the irrigation on and i said well this ought to be easy i'll just take the nozzle off and let it blow out so i take the nozzle off and sure enough it hits me square in the right eye so i'm blinded <laughs> and, and i'm convinced i don't know why i'm sharing this that i can put this nozzle back on with the water running <laughs> <laughs> So needless to say, uh, within less than a minute, I am completely soaked. <laughs> I am completely soaked top to bottom. Almost mad at myself, kind of laughing now, saying, I guess I got to walk the 135 feet back over there, turn this water off, and then come back and put the right. thing in. So that's what I learned is that you really need to turn the water off before you put the nozzle back on. That's good. Well, thank you. <laughs> thank you for sharing that. That's my agronomic ignorance. And yes, I was clean. Well, let's thank everybody for listening, tuning in. Uh, it's been great. Make sure you hit the uh, subscribe button, five-star review from a man, Rob Daniel. Give us a good comment there in the comment section. And tell them how they can join the Carolinas. 
You can go to our website, carolinasgcsa.org, or call the office and speak to Melissa. Um, love to have you. You don't have to live in the Carolinas to be a member. Nope. Man, you get a lot of good info. Yep. And come play Wexford. Golly, this is nice. I've heard it's tough, though. We talked about that before we went on air here. Tough to get on? No, Steve Bear, the golf pro at Florence Country Club, he qualified for the Heritage one year here. They had the Carolinas qualifier, and he said he liked his chances because it was such a tough golf course, and he was so good at getting up and down. He shot 71 and got in? I think he did. I think yeah. it might have been like even par or something. I think it year. was. I yeah. remember that. Yeah. Well, cool. Let's right. get to it. Thank you all for listening. We out. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Pullin' Weeds, brought to you by Simplot Turf and Horticulture. Want to become a member of the Carolinas GCSA? Visit carolinasgcsa.org for more information or call the office at 800-476-4272. Follow the show on Twitter at Pullin' underscore Weeds or on Facebook at Pullin' Weeds Podcast.